for the energy, higher than the industry. Is for the energy, Reed's got the best of me. Roll it up, light it up, smoke that shit. Pass it down all around, choke that shit. Still the TSC, and I like that shit. Higher than a kite, you can fly now quick. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's Corbell Starks, aka Who That Nigga, and welcome to the world according to Starks. It is October the 21st of 2022, and we are so close, ladies and gentlemen. We are just another week away until Halloween. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know, now you know. And more importantly, there are a lot of things I want to talk about. But before I do that, I just want to add, I just want to add this little thing. Like, uh, out of all the teams in the MLB, Major League Baseball, the Yankees are in the playoffs. And guess what? We still have to face the goddamn Astros. Haven't we suffered enough damages whatsoever? We lost to these motherfuckers like twice in the fucking playoffs. We could have went to the World Series and won a championship. But no, we have to face off the fucking Houston Astros again. But I do want to congratulate Aaron Judge for hitting 62 home runs in the season. But that is not exciting me. What is not exciting me is that we have to face off the Houston Astros again. And all of a sudden, we accuse them of cheating, which they have done. Taking away their championships was enough. Not enough. More importantly, the Houston Astros went to the World Series, lost to the Atlanta Braves. Thank God for that. But now, more importantly, we're back in the playoffs uh, as Yankee fans. And we're still facing off the goddamn Astros. My question is... Why? So they can beat us again. And more importantly, we have to feel bad for ourselves. We had a very good season. We had a very good roster. But no, we have to be in the playoffs to face off the goddamn Astros. Are we cursed right now? I mean, seriously, are we cursed? I mean, seriously, I'm a, I'm not a huge baseball fan, but I know my baseball from my lefts and my rights. But more importantly, when was the last time the New York Yankees ever won a World Series? I just want to know because all of a sudden, like, the only way we can win a, another World Series is if we have to get past the Houston Astros. And according to my sources, we lost two games to these motherfuckers. When will we have enough whatsoever? When can we just beat the shit out of these guys for their pitching and just move on from all this? That's all I'm saying. Jesus Christ. Anyway, let's get on to some news right now, ladies and gentlemen. Hong Kong cancels screening of the Dark Knight as Beijing continues crackdown. City officials in Hong Kong have canceled an outdoor screening of the 2008 movie The Dark Knight. According to a new report from Bloomberg News, no reason was given for the cancellation, but it's seen as the latest sign that Hong Kong is well and truly under the control of Beijing's censorship regime, something that would have been unthinkable just a few short years ago. The screening of The Dark Knight, which had been scheduled for October 27th, was canceled based on direction from the HK Government Office for Film, Newspaper, and Article Administration. According to Bloomberg, the Marvel film Iron Man is expected to show in its place. The Dark Knight, directed by Christopher Nolan, is considered one of the most best Batman films ever made and features performance by the late Heath Ledger as the Joker. The film even features scenes shot in Hong Kong, though that may have been one of the things censored objected to. 
Batman travels to the city to kidnap a corrupt Chinese businessman, as this scene from YouTube demonstrates. Beijing started a major crackdown on pro-democracy protests in Hong Kong in 2019, long before most people suspected the Chinese Communist Party would violate the one country, two systems policy that had been in place for decades. Beijing pushed through a so-called national security law, allowing anyone in Hong Kong to be extradited to the mainland and the rest in its history, as far as liberal democracy is concerned for Hong Kongers. Now, to be quite honest, ladies and gentlemen, I've never been to Hong Kong in my life, and frankly, I'm not going to start now. But when it comes down to it, I say this straight up and down, that it's just a movie in Hong Kong. It took place because all of a sudden there was the Dark Knight. But you decided to cancel it because of that. My God, there are so many rules going on in this world. And I just don't care anymore. I really don't. I really don't care. It's just a it's just a movie, Beijingers. And if you have a problem with that, fine by me. Just let us like watch something else. You decide to put Iron Man in it. No. Put the Dark Knight in it and just see how it is. Because all of a sudden, everything in every country has to be a fucking problem. Especially this. But on some real bullshit note, I could care the fuck less about it. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Flavor Filet celebrates two years of sobriety. I'm very proud of myself. On Wednesday, the 63-year-old rapper said he's feeling good after two years without alcohol or cigarettes. Congratulations. Flavor Flav is celebrating a big milestone in his sobriety. On Wednesday, the 63-year-old rapper born William Drayton Jr. announced on social media that he's reached two years of sobriety. Today is October 19th. Guess what? I am two years, no cigarettes, two years, no alcohol. And you know what? I feel real good, y'all. Just to let you know. He said in an Instagram video, I'm going to do this another maybe 22 more years. I don't know. But right now, I'm working on one year at a time, folks. And I don't care what nobody says, but I look good, he's added. Still sober, baby. Flav also posted a photo, photo of a sobriety tracking app, writing in the caption, two years of sobriety, y'all, and I'm feeling very proud of myself. I just had to let everybody know I'm proud of me. Many fellow stars and fans of the rapper praise his sobriety under the post, including rapper Warren G, who commented, keep up the good work, homeboy, congratulations. Super proud of you. Continue to do what you're doing. One year at a time. One fan wrote while another added and looking younger too. Proud of you, Flav. Last year, the Public Enemy musician celebrated the milestone and sobriety journey on Twitter. One year up, lots more to go. Next year, I pray my whole family will be walking with the same path I am, he tweeted, along with a photo from a tracking app and before and after photo of himself from that day and the year prior. If you or someone who know is struggling with substance abuse, please contact the Sam HSA Help Hotline at 1-800-662-HELP. I got to give Flavor Flav some credit right there. As a 63-year-old man who's been doing alcohol, smoking cigarettes, doing a lot of drugs, I do think that, you know, it's his time to shine. And more importantly, one year sober and the rest is history. But now, more importantly, he thinks he can keep going on his 12-step of, you know, sobriety. And I don't blame him. All I know is that Flavor Flav was a hype man for Public Enemy and Chuck D, Terminator X, and the rest of the crew. I just hope that his sobriety will get him back on spots 
and you know makes perfect sense that's the kind of guy I like you know he knows exactly what he's doing in other news the game picks another fight with 50 Cent it's bad enough that this Compton Longbeard fool was picking a fight with Eminem talking about his daughters and shit but now more importantly he's going back to his old rivalry with 50 Cent we all know where the story is going to go ladies and gentlemen the game took some shots at 50 Cent, drilling down on his own rocky relationship with his son. The game has the eternal beef with 50 Cent. There is a time when I wish they were able to fix it, but now who cares? Both men are not at the top of their game lyrically, but the game is at least trying to do stuff. His last album, Dramatic Heart vs. Mind, his last album, Dramatic, yeah, did not wow the world. It was supposed to. I thought it was a solid work. I thought there were too many songs in a, on it, and I felt like he could have fo- focused on the songs, not Eminem. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to stop you right there, because number one, he had nothing else better to do but to come at Eminem, talking about, I should have been like at the Super Bowl thing, performing with Dr. Dre, but more importantly, Dr. Dre said, no, 50 Cent and Snoop Dogg and uh, Eminem went on performing at the Super Bowl halftime show that year, and you're still salty about it. I mean, there are certain things that you need to do. And more importantly, like focusing on songs is one of them and not Eminem. But look what that got you. Your album didn't do so well. Most people are listening to it and they're saying it to your face. Game, it fucking sucks. The album just came out in August, but perhaps he is setting the table for his next round of beefs. I don't know. Regardless, one thing you cannot say is that the game isn't a good father. He's pretty much a great father from what I have seen. Correct me if I'm wrong in the comments. If I'm wrong anyway, the Compton OG sees sees what is going on with 50 and his son Marquise. Yes, they're beefing again. And it's kind of sad to be get with. Last month, he posted his own father who passed away four years ago. He's really about this fatherhood life. Anyway, 50 Cent has not said anything to the game. Of course, Fifth has been messing with his son, who says that $6,000 was not enough per month in child support. The game and G-Unit were one of the big what-ifs hip-hop we've never know for sure. And to be quite honest, I'll just say this straight up and down. This is so damn sad and so damn pathetic in other ways. But game has not focused on music. When was the last time anybody listened to a game album or listened to any one of game's songs? That is the question. But the truth of the matter is, Game needs to just stop with the Eminem beef and stop with the 50 Cent beef and just get on with his life. Nobody else is lyrically. And that's what people are saying. But then again, the game of all people. <laughs> his album, Drillmatic. You took that from Nas, talk about Illmatic. Jesus Christ, man. What the fuck were you thinking when you did that shit? Was it your personal, you know, vendetta for certain situations? Or you just decided that in your own mind, you thought it was a good idea to come after Eminem, who's on top of his game. But people are still asking questions. Has anybody listened to Eminem in a car? The answer is yes. I have listened to Eminem in my car thousands of times. If, if black people are not fans of Eminem, who gives a fuck? You're just mad because your albums cannot push a fucking single unit and you, of all people, spend most of your time needing to be slapped across your head and wonder why you can't do what Eminem do because of the color of his skin. Are you kidding me right now? I mean, seriously, 
Where did we go wrong in this world when we've been writing and busting our asses and having ghostwriters in the music industry, but you can't outsell Eminem's copies of many albums he's done in the past? Maybe because you're not talented enough, or maybe because you ain't trying hard enough, or maybe, just maybe, <laughs> I don't say this very often, but maybe you suck because all of a sudden you can't put words together. How about that shit? It makes no sense to me to understand why a guy like Eminem's getting picked on all the time. All the beef songs that he made with Benzino and Ja Rule and Machine Gun Kelly and all that. But now, more importantly, the game of all people getting dissed by Pat Stay and you going after Eminem. The fuck is wrong with you? You wanted to see if Eminem still had it in his career? Are you fucking kidding me? Leave that nigga alone, for God's sakes. Let him do what he does best, spend time with his family, and you should spend time with your family and try to find out why that album, Dramatic, drilled a hole in its head or a hole in the fucking ground. Sheesh. Anyway, as I was saying, in in battle, Kanye West hires Johnny Depp's lawyer, Camille Vasquez. Kanye West has hired Johnny Depp's fierce attorney who helped him beat ex-wife Amber Heard defamation suit. Should have...